So cracky. All right. Oh, um, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is not going to get any better. This is just going to keep going downhill. <laughs> Let's just start, shall we? Because I don't think that it's yeah. going to have any impression of dignity or uh, anything like that. So, yeah. Alright, I'll just leave that as the intro. Uh, We're here for episode 45 of Not Another Teen Wolf podcast. Uh, We're basically here to celebrate Christmas with you all and uh, talk a little bit about Teen Wolf on Christmas uh, because um, it's now uh, Christmas Eve for me, Natalie, in Australia, and it's uh, the day before Christmas Eve in America. And hopefully we get this out for you to listen in the, uh, you know, dull period between Christmas and New Year where you just sit around eating and eating. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Um, but yeah, here we've got Courtney and, and Karen and me on today. So Natalie, obviously, Karen, Courtney. And uh, it's our last show of the year before our big spoiler roundup, which will probably come out like the last day, maybe New Year's Eve or something like that, of everything that's going to happen before the the season premiere, season 3B, um, on January 6th. So this is our just sort of um, last fun, stupid episode of The Hiatus. Yay! Look, we're almost done, guys. We've been doing this a whole calendar year. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. I know, I was thinking how we have two weeks left today, and I was like... It was months for, you know, it didn't feel like it went by that fast, but at the same yeah. time, we're here already, and it's just crazy. Yeah. But um, I guess, I mean, as usual, you can uh, join us on social media with our Twitter, NATW Podcast, and our Tumblr, Not Another Teen Wolf Podcast, dot Tumblr, which has had a bit of a redecoration for Christmas, you may have noticed. Uh, and email us as well if you want, natwpodcast.gmail.com, at gmail.com. And that's um, just, yeah, anything you feel like uh, sharing with us over the holidays, I guess. I mean, go have your own holiday. Don't yeah, get any Teen Wolf gifts, teen, share them with come us. Come and tell us. We'll retweet any, any Teen Wolf gifts you get on Twitter. We want to sort of see how you fandom people do the holidays. We are talking you know first of all i guess about our own holidays this year so just quickly uh, what's everyone's personal holiday plans so far this year what are you going to be doing for christmas do you have it at your own house or do you go somewhere else uh how do you celebrate christmas in your family um well i mean this year is my first year actually living somewhere else other than my parents' house mm-hmm. so i'm going over there with my siblings and my nieces and nephews and 
we're all just, I mean, we, we, I don't know if it's really traditional or not, but we just, we have the tree up, we do the gifts, um, we do everything Christmas morning. Um, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll get up at probably about 6 a.m. when all the, <laughs> the five-year-olds and the eight-year-olds wake up. And then uh, coffee, breakfast, and then we'll start cooking for an early dinner and just watch TV and eat and play with gifts and just be lazy. Cool. And All is day. It, is it cold? Do you have snow? Oh, no. It's about um, 75 degrees right now. <laughs> oh. um, we're in Louisiana, so um, I know yesterday... Well, I'm sorry, I take that back. Today it is about 46 degrees, but yesterday I was in shorts and a t-shirt. What? So no, no winter weather. None of this. this <laughs> no, meant, I mean, this I, is meant to be I could cool like snow apparently. Oh no, well, I don't. Maybe it is because in Louisiana we don't get much snow, so I don't know what it sounds like. <laughs> this to me, it, you can have mine. This sounds okay. like broken glass to me. I was about to say, I'm scared. <laughs> So peaceful. So peaceful. Good night. Um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Um, and Karen, is it snowing for you? Actually, we just got a ton of rain, so all of the snow is gone. Although, if it had been, like, 10 degrees colder, we would have been buried. Like, you probably wouldn't even be able to see my house. We've gotten a lot of rain. But usually, it's very cold, like, sometimes single digits, I'm pretty chilly right now, uh, but yeah, we we usually have snow for Christmas, which I like. I like having a white Christmas. And do you have um, it at your own house, or do you go somewhere else? Yeah, I have kind of a weird, like, multi-part Christmas, because um, I my mom and I wake up I wake up really early, like the five-year-olds and the eight-year-olds in Courtney's house. (laughs) And I'm like, shut up, go back to sleep. (laughs) I'm like, mom, come on. Um, No, I still get really excited about Christmas. I like exchanging gifts and giving things to people. And so my mom and I will open up our presents. And then my dad usually comes over uh, pretty early in the morning. And I'll exchange gifts with him. And then I have uh, my aunt, and we, it kind of depends if we go to her house or she comes to ours, but we're going to her house Christmas Eve, actually, this year. And then I always exchange gifts with my best friend and her family, because we're all pretty close. So within a span of two days, I kind of have like four mini Christmases, which is always really fun. But other than that, I mean, it's just being lazy, not showering till you feel like it, staying in your pajamas, watching movies, eating a lot, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Any particular traditional Christmas foods for either of you that are kind of like a weird trademark of either your area or your family because of your background or anything like that that you guys make? Gumbo is pretty popular here. What is gumbo? <laughs> gumbo is, it's, are you familiar with roux? Roux is like a, a water-based, not, I don't want to say gravy, but it's like a stock. Um, and yeah. it's, you can put some, something, you could put chicken, shrimp, sausage, okra, um, lots of seasoning like onions and bell peppers. And it's a liquid base, almost like a soup, but you serve it over rice. Okay. 
It's yeah, amazing. Gumbo is very popular down here. No, you can put anything in gumbo. <laughs> my favorite's chicken and sausage. I feel like that's, that's a challenge, Karen. You can put anything. In <laughs> Cheese, yeah, I, I'm, I'm Oreos, no. candy canes. Get out of our state. Get out. <laughs> Um, I don't have any, like, traditional things. I mean, we eat ham on Christmas, and I always, um, we have, like, we put pineapples on it and put, like, a glaze over it, and mm-hmm. that's about it. And I just, I love pineapples on my ham. I have no idea why. It's just amazing. But other than that, it's just kind of normal Christmassy things. We don't really have a whole lot. It's not like... Thanksgiving where we'll have like a whole table of food it's usually a little bit smaller but ham is the big thing for us Mm -hmm. let me tell you about Christmas in Australia then because it's a little bit different as you may imagine (laughs) just a little bit so at the moment it's a little bit cloudy but the other day it was 35 degrees Celsius which is like 95 degrees Fahrenheit so it's the middle of summer here like the seasons are flipped obviously And uh, so Christmas is a summer affair. Uh, Basically, it is – I used to, with my family, um, we had – my mother's family has a pretty big big collection of people. So when we were younger, there's like 12 cousins, like, on on my side, and it used to be a really big gathering. Um, And now all of those people are adults, like me and my brother are the youngest, and they all kind of have their own families, so – it's less of a, a massive gathering and sort of more drop in, drop out. But my dad hosts a bit of a Christmas at his house, which is in, in Sydney, uh, sort of overlooking a, a bit of a bushland, like National Park. We used to go up to my cousin's house at the beach. So it was like a, um, a lot of Australians sort of focus around the beach for Christmas if they can, either go to someone's beach house or just go out to the beach or to a park or to someone's place that has a pool always that's that's what you do at Australia on Christmas and you drink drinking starts very early in the day here in <laughs> champagne like it's it's uh, because it's it's too hot to really eat a lot of heavy food the kind of traditional thing that people always get for like big holiday lunches here is you might get ham and turkey but it'll be like cold like cooked and then cold like ham and turkey mm-hmm. slices with bread uh at, but big thing is like seafood, like prawns and oysters, like cold seafood, um, and that's uh, like your traditional Australian Christmas. And then like the next morning, like on Boxing Day, um, there's people do like a barbecue of like you know chops and sausages and stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean it's you know when I think of Christmas in Australia, it's like big bowls of cherries. Cherries are a really seasonal fruit here at, at Christmas, and pavlova, which is like a meringue cake do you guys have pavlova? it's an australian invention but i don't know if it is ever made in the usa they make it in england sometimes i'm unfamiliar but i would like to become familiar it's a meringue a meringue cake that has kind of a meringue outside and then you just throw a bunch of whipped cream on the top of it so the middle of the meringue sinks into the middle and then you top it with fruit people usually put kiwi fruit strawberries and like passion fruit uh, and you just have yeah. big slices of that. Uh, that's, I'm all on board. That Christmas pavlova is like a really massive thing in Australia. So yeah, we still have a Christmas tree and stuff. Like they have them, uh, not as they're probably not the ones that grow here probably aren't as nice as the ones you're able to get in America. But I have a plastic one, so you know. But yeah, don't worry. I've never had a real tree. 
Yeah, that's, I, I think my dad's made like some sort of crafty one out of like metal this year because he's a, a, a metal artist. So yeah, it's going to be, it, it'll either be hot or it'll rain or there'll be bushfire warnings. That That is what will happen. Oh, Bush, bushfires are a massive thing at Christmas. Like you kind of, you'll be sitting outside and you can smell like the burning eucalyptus or, or you'll get like ash like come like from, uh, it, so there's always sort of a bit of a fear of like, um, of fires at that time of year. So Derek Hale would hate an Australian Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I won't bring him here for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> I'll keep, I'll protect him from that because I think he couldn't handle that kind of. Uh, yeah, it'd be rough. Thing. Um, and so begins the Derek Hale fire jokes, <laughs> <laughs> and they're not gonna end anytime soon. Yeah, Never. it's gonna be, it's gonna be. Um, pretty special obviously not too many open fires you know sitting around the uh, the the fireplace at christmas here but we've got our own our own fires elsewhere so so yeah i guess that's uh you know a little bit about our christmas we're going to talk a bit about gift giving as well because um we have a few ideas about uh presents that we'd like to give to our uh friends in teen wolf for christmas so Who's got an idea of if you're bringing a Teen Wolf member to your Christmas party, what would you be giving them? Um, do you want to go first, Courtney? Sure. Uh, okay. So I picked three. All right. First, there's Melissa, and I think she needs a new baseball bat. <laughs> so we're going to get her a new baseball bat. Okay. And then there is Lydia. I thought a basket of chloroseptic would be really nice. Chloroseptic, that's um, sore throat spray. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, good call. Um, oh, then, okay. <laughs> Sorry, like, that just whoa, took me a little while. Whoa, whoa. Courtney just is so deflated right now, guys. Um, <laughs> no, okay. hilarious. I was just a bit slow. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, and then lastly is for Deaton. There is a book called Critical Conversations for Dummies. <laughs> and one of the taglines is like prepare for high stakes situations avoid common pitfalls and emotional tendencies basically how to communicate when something is very important so we're going to get that for Deaton and that's what I've got cool. that's so appropriate <laughs> um, I picked uh, first of all um, Scott I would bring him out to Australian Christmas because I think he would get a real kick out of it. And I would give him a surfboard because he's from California and I'm sure that he would appreciate uh, surfing. And I think that would be hilarious. And I just, I really like the image of uh, Scott McCall, like his childlike wonder at like this crazy Christmas in the middle of summer. And it's an image that I appreciate. Isaac, I also went to the book department and I picked him up a good handful of self-help books about self-esteem <laughs> and standing up for oneself. Um, I feel like that's something he could really benefit from. And Styles, I thought I would get him a small taser that he has permission to use whenever anyone uh, is not listening to him or, uh, or, or not you know, recognising dominance that yeah he he's, he has a small shocker that he's allowed to electrocute the werewolves with in a in a way that makes them uh under his control so those were my uh christmas christmas gifts for for the pack and what about you karen 
Well, I started off with Danny, and I would get Danny a rainbow assortment of V-neck shirts because <laughs> I just so appreciate Kiahu and V-necks. Um, I'll second that one. I'll give you a, <laughs> some money for those. Uh, and then uh, for Allison, I actually went to the self-help book section, too. <laughs> and I don't Aww. know if this is that exists, but it but it should exist, how not to turn into a raging homicidal maniac like your aunt. <laughs> I've seen that one in Barnes and Noble. <laughs> and then for right poor, here. poor Derek, I would get him flame retardant silk pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> and I just really want to see Derek in silk pajamas. <laughs> Anyone Multi-purpose else? pajamas. Anyone else want to go all out with what you'd give Derek? Hale? Oh my gosh! No, I think that one. I think that one's pretty good. Other than like you know what we discussed, puppies and spa days and and sweaters and and yeah, all the soft, cuddly things. I don't know things. if he would appreciate the rainbow knit sweater though. To tell you the truth, oh, he would learn. I would get him the collected works of One Direction because <laughs> because I I converted someone else who is hardcore hardcore not into that kind of thing because I feel like the second that you give in to loving One Direction you're just filled with this unexplicable happiness and I feel like it would really really help Derek Hale. Just needs some fluffy pop music. Yeah, I feel like it would Let's really help him. I feel like I feel I would give him a one-on-one therapy session with Harry Styles because I feel <laughs> I feel like that it would change his life. So, um yeah, I mean, talking about real gifts, uh have you got any specific gifts that you're giving this year that you're kind of like proud of in terms of what you're uh you've pulled off for someone or not necessarily this year, but like before that you're like, "Yes, I've got this awesome gift and it's it's such a hit. I'm pretty proud of what I, I sent off to you ladies, but Nat, I think you're the only one who I hasn't gotten got it yet. Um, so we can't speak of this. Oh no. Um, I'm so But Karen's got it. Oh my God. It's beautiful. <laughs> Last year, Courtney sent um, us a tote bag, like a screen printed tote bag with the, uh, the logo of the show on it of not another Teen Wolf podcast. And these sort of, woodcut wolf ornaments which is is really cool and the wolf ornament is like on my wall i i don't know if it's meant to be a christmas ornament but it's been an all year round wall hanging for me so <laughs> hey um, that works so yeah um but yeah i mean okay any gifts you can reveal like it doesn't have to be wolf related uh, like um I don't know. I'm not wolf related. I'm just honestly really excited to see all my nieces and nephews open their Disney gifts because I'm a Disney fanatic and I went at the beginning of the month and just bought way too much stuff for all these little kids. This wasn't Christmas, but I, in the middle of the year, I was overseas and I went to Disneyland Paris. But then Mm. a few weeks later, like on my trip in Europe, I went to Israel and I saw my, I've got three nieces and a nephew over there. And I was the, um, two of the nieces I'd never met before because I haven't been there in quite a few years. And I was like spending my whole time at Disney having these like paranoid fits about like what things to get about whether it's like, if like their parents like approved of like princess stuff and like which princess would like be right for which kid. And I ended up getting them and I got them. And then the mother was like, you have no idea like how flawlessly what you fit picked 
fits their personality. And I was like, oh, thank God. And they were so stoked. So, yeah. Sigh of relief. Yay for Disney. Um, um, I got, I got, by the way, I got Mulan, um, Rapunzel and Merida from Brave because I wanted to give them princesses that were kind of like independent. Excellent choices. So, yeah. So it was, um, it was cool. Um, and yeah, Disney gifts. Yay. But uh, <laughs> what about you, Karen? What gifts have I given? What, yeah, what gift are you most excited to give or is the best, like, gift you've given? Um, that's kind of hard. Usually I really like what I give to my best friend. She's pretty easy to shop for, but she really loves Xena Warrior Princess. And, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah, and so I get her uh, the DVDs for those. And Wonder Woman, the Linda Carter Wonder Woman, she really loves her. Um, her dog's actually named Xena by the way. That's how much she loves Xena Warrior Princess. I didn't get her any of that stuff this year, though. I usually get really excited about giving people books, though. Yeah. I I enjoy, um, I I always end up giving, giving a lot of, a lot of books. Um, so that's... Not self-help books about how not (laughs) to turn into a raging lunatic, but, you know, like novels. (laughs) Yeah. Um... And now your turn. Oh, me. Well, I, I sort of mentioned my uh, my Disney gifts earlier this year, but that was not Christmas. Um, what's my best gift? Last year, I was pretty stoked on the what I got my friend Fran for Christmas. She's really into, um, you know, independent music, and she was from the UK, but she was coming and staying with us for a gap year, and she went to a lot of shows in Sydney. And there's this little uh, venue near us, which is was closing down, like a really historic like pub rock venue and they did this sort of sponsorship drive where you could like buy a brick in the establishment like to like have fundraising to you know keep it independent and and owned and uh you got like a plaque saying that you like owned a brick of like the Annandale Hotel and a t-shirt and stuff and I bought her a brick in in the venue and uh she was like pretty stoked on that so that was that's awesome yeah that is cool yeah very thoughtful so you know, it, it's always better to give than to receive, but hopefully everyone will be getting some uh, fun presents this year. And let me just ask you, Courtney. Have you yes. been a good girl this year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think the word good is very subjective. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully Santa will still come for for you and you will uh, receive, <laughs> receive something and... You won't, you know, get a lump of coal for reading too much fan fiction. Um, <laughs> oh, you know me so well. <laughs> Don't worry. If that's your biggest misdemeanor, I'm sure He's, that... I'd probably get coal for not uh, wrecking enough because apparently I read too much and don't give enough links out. If you want to ask Brooke, she gets mad at me. Oh, you're like, you're like, oh, I read this thing. And you're like, why are you not telling she, me everything she you read? She sends me links. She sends me links and she's like, you need to read this. And I was like, um, I, I read that a few days ago. And she gets really angry at me. Oh. Like the texts are all caps. She's like, seriously, I hate you. Oh, well. So yeah, I'll probably get Derek Hale house coal for that. No good. Let me ask you all, in your opinion, what do you think tinsel sounds like? Um... Does it have a sound? Well, Karen, uh, we're about to find out. <laughs> what? That, that, 
guess, like someone chewing on glass. I guess it's a lot of these sound effects sound like glass. I'm not gonna lie to you. A lot of them really do. Um, but oh well. How about these? <laughs> Whoa. Is that a mouse? It's meant to be laughing elves, and I don't want those elves near me. No. <laughs> wow. Well, I'd rather have the elves than that, like, pedophilic Santa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> anyway, um, Christmas holiday specials are, you know, a long-running tradition. Um, everyone's got their favorite Christmas movies, but... You know, TV shows always uh, do Christmas episodes as well. Um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit for a moment about favourite Christmas specials um, that have been on TV. Um, if you want to talk about your favourite Christmas movie, I'm sure we can mention those, but we could do a whole episode of, about Christmas movies that would have hmm. nothing to do with Teen Wolf. So, uh, But to keep this topical, yeah, favourite Christmas specials um, for TV that, you know, over the years, have you guys got any? None really stuck out as to me. <laughs> yeah. You go first and we'll we'll put in yeah, some we'll other follow up. Um a few, okay, a few of mine. Obviously Doctor Who is you know, they do a Christmas special every year, like or they have been since the reboot. That's a traditional thing. Um uh where they have, you know, at the end of the each um season, no matter where it ends, Christmas Day there's a Doctor Who special. Uh which are always sort of Christmas themed in some way. My favourite was probably the one after season one, or um, where uh, David Tennant has just re- like regenerated. He regenerated into him at the end of the season, and da- and the Christmas special is his first kind of day as uh, David Tennant and kind of you know as as the tenth Doctor and coming into himself. And I think it's the best Christmas special I've done, and it, it's got. Really good music. There's this song in it written by the the composers for Doctor Who called Song for Ten, and it's one of the only Doctor Who theme music that has lyrics. And it's it's such a beautiful song. I've like put that song on mixtapes. It like means so much to me. But the very last scene of him kind of he's you know tried to get like Rose to accept him, and he's you know been running around in nine's clothes, and he's sort of solved everything, and he goes back into the TARDIS wardrobe and like tries on a different bunch of looks, and he and while this song is playing, and he comes out in his final like suit that he decides is like his look for being that doctor and it's the best besides that there's a few i really love one of the first big bang theory christmas episodes um before big bang theory like turned like super offensive (laughs) hang on hang on (laughs) let me just sorry it's called the bath item gift hypothesis and it's season two's christmas episode and big bang theory has become horrible in the sense of it is now, very long story short, it's made by two creators, one of them who is a legitimate nerd and who tried to make it something really relatable and one of them who is a sort of misogynistic douchebag who also makes like Two and a Half Men and a bunch of other shows and he just nah. and he wanted to make it a joke that people laugh at. One of the creators was trying to make it something people laugh with and one was trying to make it something you laugh at. That dynamic has changed a lot in recent years, which is why Big Bang Theory is now horrible. And uh, but it used to be, it used to like mean a lot to me, especially the way they portrayed Sheldon. And that episode basically is about him finding out that Penny, their new neighbor, is is planning to give them gifts, and he can't handle this. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what the correct value and 
of things are and he ends up buying her a bunch of gift baskets of all different values like you know a ten dollar one twenty dollar thirty that he hides to see what she gives him so that he can give her the right valued thing in return and she ends up coming over and giving him a napkin that was used in her restaurant like by that she worked at by Leonard Nimoy who played the original Spock and he just can't handle it like because it is so like priceless and it's not something that you could put a worth to for him and he hugs her and he doesn't hug people like he doesn't touch people and stuff and like her face she's like she's like Sheldon's hugging me like kind of like <laughs> she knows what it means and stuff and it's it's such a beautiful episode if you understand those characters and talking about it makes me really really angry that the show has gotten to be such a joke but it's such a sweet episode a few of the others like I really like the Downton Abbey Christmas special where Matthew proposes to Mary and the one Buffy episode um that's about Christmas amends but yeah what about you guys I'll second the Downton Abbey one that one was good um uh one that sticks out I I really am not (laughs) glee um, it, the whole episode, their Christmas specials have left a lot to be desired. <laughs> oh, um, so I can't really say that the episodes as a whole. The but season I, two one, the first one, like with before Clayne was actually a couple and was mm-hmm. therefore actually interesting, mm-hmm. was was good. That was yeah, no, that one was good. But I did like I like the scene where even though if, you know I, I don't know how the uh, where Finn gave Rachel a star named after himself. I thought that was sweet. Yeah, it was. I did like that very much. Yeah. Basically, so because there was already a star named Rachel Berry, and I thought that was cute. Yeah. Aww. It, it's Karen's like, oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I've, I've okay. seen that. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, that one. it was. It was early on. It was. Early on I think it was the same season two. I think it was a season two episode as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it mm-hmm. was beautiful and. Uh, speaking of Glee, another winner as far as Christmas episodes go is, um, I don't know if anyone watches Community, but they did, I think their season three Christmas special was called Regional Holiday Music, and it was basically, <laughs> it was a Glee spoof that caused a lot of controversy, but it was so funny. Their Christmas episodes are always very uh, interesting. They did one that was entirely in, like, claymation, like they go into, like, a claymation world and stuff, but the Regional Holiday Music... Uh, was such a funny spoof of Glee. Uh, I heard a that, lot about that one. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't even watch it. <laughs> what else, Karen? What about you? Um, yeah, I'll second the the Buffy one because you know he's got to give props to Buffy. Uh, my favorite Doctor Who one was actually when Eleven goes back to Amy's house after being away for so long. That one made me cry at the end. It was just, it was really great. And then uh, Veronica Mars and Eccles Family Christmas. I really like that one because it has a lot to do with Logan, who is kind of swoon-worthy. Do and I have to watch I... Veronica Mars? Is this a thing I need to be watching? I mm, I don't know if you would like it that much, to tell you the truth. I think there it definitely has some good things about it, but I think you would get really mad at some of the characters. <laughs> okay. I'm watching, like just a warning. I'm watching Greek at the moment, which is so good that I cannot believe it. It's so good and I can't believe I have been, like, not that it's something that I completely missed. I know Brooke is, is very, uh, very enthusiastic about Greek and it is a 
fantastic show. They haven't had a Christmas episode so far in where I'm up to. But uh... See, this is what everybody is like with me with Doctor Who, because I have not seen any Doctor Who at all. <sighs> so oh, I, I've been lectured. Don't worry. You guys don't have to lecture me. But, but <laughs> I, 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 you know, one day when I get the time, it's going to happen. So as far as Christmas specials go then, if there was a Teen Wolf Christmas episode, like set around Christmas, what realistically do you think would happen? Huh. Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're we're talking realistically, not what I would like to happen. Well, correct? either way, either way. I mean, you can talk about like your realistic okay. fantasy so or what you realistically what, would happen what, in the show. Realistically, what I would like to happen is for everyone just to have a nice day and and no no big bad in Beacon Hill. Hills, just you know, bickering, typical bickering. But at the end of the day, they have dinner. But realistically, Jeff Davis is going to have Derek trip over tinsel and get mistletoe poisoning because <laughs> that's just how things work for Derek Hale. I, you know, it's fine. I feel like mistletoe could be a really interesting like use for for um Christmas, I guess. Like, but you know, some unsuspecting person, uh, you know, tries to you know, do it, and then, like, like someone, like, oh, you know, I don't know. Like the sheriff who maybe has no idea still at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, it's just putting it, it up the house, and it's like, and everyone stuff. come over, and, and all this like, Dad, like, no! <laughs> God, buddy, get out! I'm trying to think of, like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, what kind of uh, Christmas um, myths could be, like, creepily turned into a... Um, you know, a Christmas big bad or something like that. Um, hmm. Like where reindeer or like <laughs> Isaac going crazy and like killing all of Santa's reindeer at the mall by accident or something <laughs> like that. Like when he's like really influenced by the moon. Oh no. Um, like something tragic like that. I feel like if they're going to do a Christmas episode, it's going to focus on Derek and the fact that he has no family. <laughs> yeah. God birthday now. I, I know. I'm not, I'm not oh speaking about the birthday thing. Allegedly Derek's <laughs> birthday is on Christmas according to some conflicting... Well, I always thought it was November 7th, which is which is the day after my birthday because that, well, that was what was on his driver's license, but you know, they're saying that could have been fake. Fine. Why would he have I, a fake driver's license? Uh, I'm not... They're saying it was fake. I, I'm not sure. I, I can't remember. Well, we still don't really know how old he is, yeah, right? We don't even like, know how old he is. oh, true. I suppose if he had to, fa- like the the age, if he had to fake it. Um. Oh, anyway. Um, Taryn, <laughs> any 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 Christmas dreams and hopes for Teen Wolf? Um, I yeah, like I said, I think that it would focus on Derek, and I I would really like to see you know at the end of a Christmas episode. Maybe everybody going over to Derek's house and giving him a proper Christmas slash birthday and him just being really happy that he has friends in a pack and and those are his family. I think that we could we would have a lot of feels over that. He doesn't one. even care that his birthday presents are wrapped in Christmas wrap. He doesn't care. <laughs> well, <laughs> Most birthday babies hate that. They hate it. <laughs> Is that like something that like if I was giving someone a birthday present, my my friend and my good friend Jonathan, who's been on this podcast, his birthday's the twenty second of December, 
and I sent him a Christmas present, and then I sent him a birthday present wrapped in, like, blue paper that was separate. Like, I was like, this mm-hmm. is the birthday present, and this is the Christmas present, because I feel like that's mean to just be like, you only get one thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else is fun about Christmas. Christmas movies, I wonder which of the Teen Wolf uh, cast, which of the Teen Wolf characters, uh, what their favourite Christmas movies would be. Uh, I envision Styles trying to, like, recreate Home Alone in his own no. house. Yes. Like, um, <laughs> Him and Scott together. But also, which us. of the Teen Wolf cast would be the best in, like, a cheesy Hallmark Christmas holiday movie about, like, you know, some small town unlucky people ending up having a magical, beautiful Christmas? Which of the cast Isaac. members? Yeah. Yeah, which of the cast members? Okay, then definitely Tyler Hecklin. Hecklin. Oh. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought as well. <laughs> Um, he's such like, no, a Isaac. Yeah, um, Isaac would be in like Daniel Sharman should go do like Love Actually two in the UK, like because he's actually British and he could do like he could be like the, you know, the goofy male young romantic lead in like an ensemble British Christmas special, uh, you know, Christmas film. Uh, that would be fun. But yeah, Tyler Hecklin, Hallmark yeah. movie. It's Hallmark you material. Know, he's like. The, you know, down in his, like, big brother, you know, orphan. I mean, this is sounding very much like Teen Wolf. Uh, you <laughs> sound like Derek Hale. <laughs> but, like, you know, say orphan who has to, you know, take care of his two young kids or, or the uncle who has to take care of his two young kids, you know, orphaned children. And, you know, he has to give them a good Christmas. And he's he's so plucky. And he's helped out by, like, a mysterious little old lady. You know, like, come on. Where's that movie? <laughs> I am uh, melting. This is just adorable. I need this. <laughs> oh, my this. gosh. I... By the way, kind of related, but not. I watched, um, I'm going to be rewatching 3A before 3B comes on. And so I sat down and watched the first episode today. And you know that part where uh, Scott attacks Ennis and then Derek comes in to save him and he just turns around and he's like, (laughs) I think he says, I'm the alpha or something like that. I just, I missed his face. I can't see (laughs) his face. Derek. (laughs) Yes. I just love that part. I just, you know, the dry humor. He tries so hard. Oh, and so it's just good so at cute. It. Especially how, like, smiley so deadpan. is. I just, I don't know how he does it, but I love it. He's a thing of, of wonder. He should be an elf for the mole Santa. <laughs> pointy ears and everything. Yeah, I think that, yeah, he could just, like, I wonder if they can control their transformations. So, like, oh, it's like, okay, just put out the ears. Don't put out the claws. <laughs> just put out the ears. Keep the then... eyebrows out, please. Yeah, like, just just put out the ears. And then um, you can ha- be, like, built-in mall, you know, like, elf. It would be perfect. All of the young mothers would be in line. I don't even know what's happening. I'm pretty sure I, this is from a movie. I don't even know what just happened. It, it's describing jobs only an elf can do, and only Derek Hale can put out his ears <laughs> to be the perfect small Santa elf ears without prosthetics. I think it's really important. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on to the next part of our Christmas special for you guys. Um, we have a special uh, event. As we um, 
put out during the week, we were looking for some short little holiday ficlets, uh, little fan fiction scenes about the pack at Christmas, and we're each going to read one. We've picked one, some from the submission, and we're each going to read one and have a Christmas story time by our virtual fireplace. So, do we have a fireplace sound effect? Um, I wish we did. Let me see. What does fire sound like? You gotta have like the wood crackling. Wood. Yeah. Um, hang on. There's a chimney. <laughs> <laughs> as good as it gets on my oh. mother to podcast. Apparently there's no fire. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to sit around our virtual fire, making plenty of Santa, and we're going to read some stories. So Karen's going to read us our first story, which was sent in by Ali. Her Tumblr is abnormallyobsessed.tumblr.com. Uh, and it's to do with the prompt we put up about uh, the pack doing a secret Santa. If you'd like to share this Christmas tale with us, Karen. Of course. All right. Here's my dramatic reading of the secret Santa prompt. This whole thing was Allison's stupid idea. Let's do Secret Santa, she said. It'll be fun, she said. She was wrong. It had been exactly four days since Styles had drawn Derek's stupid name out of the stupid red plastic cup that they had found in his loft. At first, Styles liked the idea of Secret Santa. He could have gotten Scott, which would have been easy, or even Danny. But no, he got stuck with Derek Hale. What did Derek even like besides leather jackets and Henleys? But it wasn't until he was walking around Beacon Hill Small that he finally saw what he wanted to get Derek, and he knew immediately that Derek would hate it. The plan was to exchange the gifts at Derek's place on Christmas Eve. They all sat in a circle on the floor, each person holding the gift they were about to give. They were all awkwardly silent, looking around at each other, wondering what to do next. Um, well, I guess since it was my idea, I'll go first, Allison said. She handed her box across the circle to Lydia. Of course she got her best friend. Lydia looked down at the box in her lap and started to pick at the wrapping paper before Allison stopped her. We should all open them at the same time. Lydia nodded. Well, here, mine is for Danny. One by one, they handed over their gifts. Danny had Scott. Scott had Isaac. Isaac had Aiden. Aiden had Ethan. And Ethan had Allison. Suddenly, only two people were left with their original boxes. Derek slid his across the wooden floor to where Styles was sitting, and Styles reluctantly did the same. Okay, on the count of three, Allison said. One... Two, Scott followed. Three, everyone spoke the final number at the same time as they started ripping apart the paper, covering their gifts. Lydia screamed as she looked at the shoes that Allison had gotten her, and Danny's jaw dropped as he stared at the Armani cologne that was in his hand. <laughs> Styles looked down at his own box and started laughing. Really, Derek? Really? He reached into the box and pulled out the jacket. Do I look like the type of person that can pull off leather? Derek shrugged and held up the small plush wolf that Styles had gotten him. Do I look like the type of person that still sleeps with stuffed animals? Touché, Hale. Touché. Styles was chuckling as he stood, wrapping the jacket around himself and sticking his arms through the holes. It's practically falling off you, Lydia squealed, but you look absolutely adorable. 
he bowed before sitting back on the floor he looked back at derrick who was still examining the stuffed wolf look if you really hate it you can take it back but it's so cute and well it's a wolf derrick a wolf derrick smirked no it's thanks styles it's fine and it was because the next time the pack had a meeting at derrick's the plush wolf was sitting at the top of derrick's bed right on top of his pillow <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I actually love that. Good, very beautiful reading. Thank you Thanks. very much showed, for that. You showed us up. I don't know if was, we're going to be able to follow. It was that was delightful. So yes, <laughs> um, I, I like the idea that that a leather jacket is the only idea of like luxury that Derek has, and it's like the only gift that he knows how to give. Like he this is so nice, guys. Think, like it's like. It's, it's his one it's his one nice thing so he just gets like everyone the same always every every year they just get like yeah. leather jackets leather like items that. yeah <laughs> anyway i'm reading the next one which was sent in by um melissa whose tumblr is onlymystories.tumblr.com late one december night a certain style stalinsky was sitting at his desk piles of research surrounding him did you know that there were so many winter holidays because neither did he. At least at 9pm on a Wednesday night, he didn't. Now, of course, Styles was very well versed in all that the holiday season had to offer. He was so invested, in fact, that he never heard the tap at his window, or the knock at the front door, or the front door opening and someone walking up the stairs. Styles, growled a familiar voice. Styles spun around in his chair and flailed wildly at the sight of Derek in the doorway. What the hell, man? Derek just leaned against the door jamb. It's 4am, Styles, and as the Alpha, I've been elected by everyone to tell you to stop texting about winter holidays and let them sleep. Styles felt momentarily sheepish. But it was just really interesting, and I thought if we all knew about them, we could maybe celebrate, and... He looked at Derek's amused smile, and maybe I got a little bit carried away. They really made you come to stop me? Styles was more amazed that Derek actually did it. Well, you kept suggesting that Danny go with you to Jungle to convince them to do a Hanukkah drag show. That's a perfectly legitimate idea, squeaked Styles. You planned an elaborate Kwanzaa celebration, continued Derek. Styles was indignant. Hey, Boyd told me his family celebrated Kwanzaa and that Erica was joining them for the first time this year. Oh, those people are all dead now. Oh. <laughs> Derek nodded. Boyd does. You shared all of your plans with Jackson and Allison. To say that Scott and Lydia are upset at you for constantly interrupting their night is a bit of an understatement. Okay, so I went a little overboard. It wasn't that bad. Derek started ticking things off in his hand. Peter got asked about Sargon Star, an apparent moon festival in Mongolia. Scott is still thoroughly confused about your wish to practice Zagmuk, especially as it suggests killing your king, and he's not sure if that means him or me. Isaac would like to request that you never mention anything about fake holidays like Chrismaka and Festivus to him again. That's interrupted Styles. And finally, your dad called me half an hour ago and told me that you had apparently switched to texting him things you meant for me and that he would never ask a single question if I could come over here and get you to stop, finished Derek with a wide grin. Styles turned bright red. What do you mean I was texting you? Derek laughed out loud. Check your sent messages. Styles scrolled through his phone. To Derek, 1.03am. Mistletoe is technically a parasite. Kissing under bugs. Gross. To Derek, 1.57am. Law says mistletoe is so guys can kiss girls. FYI, I prefer to be equal opportunistic. To Derek, 1.58am. 
By that, I mean I will happily kiss you if I could find mistletoe. Can you find it for me? To Derek, 2.32am. The rules say a berry has to be picked after each kiss, and when they're gone, no more kisses. Economical kissing. Got it. To Derek, 2.52am. It's also a fertility herb. Not that it matters. Hey, are you going to text me back? To Derek, 3.01am. Ugh, stupid sour wolf. Fine, I can be persistent. To Dad, 3.30am. Come over here and kiss me, damn it. To Dad, 3.40am. Mistletoe doesn't hang over these lips on its own, Derek. Styles threw his phone away from him. It was saved from shattering against the wall by Derek's quick reflexes. Oh my god. Derek wouldn't stop laughing. Like I said, your dad was the final straw in convincing me to come over now. He seems to be afraid you're going to proposition him if left alone any longer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm moving into my closet, muttered Styles, burying his face in his hands. He didn't notice Derek move across the room until Derek was pulling his hands away. Styles said Derek quietly, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, now my dad gets to know that I find guys attractive, particularly an older werewolf, and now you know too, and I'd really like to be left alone to die now. Styles said Derek again, making Styles look him in the eyes. I'm glad you told me. Styles finally registered what Derek was saying. Really? Really? I even found mistletoe for you. Styles looked up to see Derek holding the plant above him. No, don't touch it, Derek, you'll die. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't in the script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he breathed. Derek captured the rest of the breath in a kiss. When they finally broke away, just barely, Derek smiled against Styles' lips. Want to research the after effects of a mistletoe kiss? Styles figured the way he pulled Derek down on top of him was a good enough answer. The end. Oh, yay. <laughs> so that was, uh, m- yeah, that was my contribution. Uh, well, not mine. I liked but- the ad lib to Molly- the time. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa's <laughs> contribution. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I-, I feel like Styles may have gotten a little uh, delirious with Christmas if he uh, was texting that stuff to Derek without already being in an established relationship. So apparently Christmas makes him crazy, uh, which I can it understand. Happens. It happens. I can relate. Um. So the last story we have is by Sophia, whose Tumblr is soapywolf101.com, and she's written a whole pack dinner scene, you know, gift-giving, you know, Christmas holiday that Courtney's going to read to you now. So take it away, Father Christmas Courtney. (laughs) Brace yourselves, guys. Uh, Oh, Styles. The fire alarm was beeping rapidly, and the golden flames licked the inside of the oven hungrily, consuming whatever was left of the now-blackened food within the roasting tray. I told you to watch the roast while I showered. Styles' eyes were glued to his laptop screen, and his fingers were a blur as his ignorance was slowly burning the house down. (laughs) Styles' dad sighed and slammed the laptop lid down. What was that for? Styles pouted. He surveyed his surroundings. Coughing on smoke, Styles said, You should really put out that fire. And next time, tell me to watch it if you decide to go off somewhere so the alarm doesn't go off. It's really irritating. (laughs) His dad face-palmed while muttering, You know what else is really irritating? Luckily, before Styles' dad could slap him, the doorbell rang. Styles, can you get that? Styles had snuck back down onto the couch where his laptop was open once again. He took a second to study himself in the mirror and do a last-minute touch-up, brushing the charcoal roast off his front. He opened the door and was greeted by Melissa. Merry Christmas, he grinned, arms open in a hug. 
You too. Now, judging by the smell, I would say my guess was right, and you burnt the food. Again. So I had Scott and the others make a feast. It was punishment for all those late-night training sessions with Ethan, Aiden, and Isaac. She turned around to see four boys struggling with armfuls of bowls and trays and shooed them in. Styles came up and directed the others to the table where they placed the food. Where's Derek? Styles asked, curious. His question wasn't answered because no sooner than he had said it, a large figure in a white and red suit appeared at the door. <laughs> the text was... actually does say ho 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 from Derek. It was none other than Derek who had the decency to smile for once. He lugged... <laughs> He lugged a bulging <laughs> red sack over his shoulders, which he placed under the Christmas tree in the corner of the room. Cora and Peter are back with Allison and her dad, helping them set up the fireworks for later tonight when we go back to their place. Oh, and Lydia can't make it. Her and her family all came down with chicken pox, Derek announced. Obviously. <laughs> uh, later that night, everyone joined at the table, including the rest of the Hales and the Argents. Having already eaten, it was time to open presents. Derek tore open the sack and began handing them all out. We'll go around in a circle. Scott, you could start. Scott grinned giddily and fumbled open the wrapping, eventually using his claws to remove the paper, revealing an electronic razor. Everyone laughed. It's for those awful sideburns. I thought I should get a toothbrush for your fangs, but I like this better, Alice piped up. Scott raised an eyebrow but found himself laughing along with everyone else. Styles was next and got it a do-it-yourself car repair kit from Peter, who claimed his Jeep, constantly around werewolves, would need first aid handy. The twins, Ethan and Aiden, received matching jumpers, courtesy of Scott. <laughs> Do they have E's and A's on them? Oh, um, I don't know. thanks, oh. Mrs. Weasley. Sorry, I got distracted. Okay. Um, Allison got a sleek new bow from her father, whilst he got a classic werewolf movie that Styles had insisted he watch as a joke. Melissa and Styles' dad were the last to receive their gifts. This one is a joint gift from all of us. It's for the both of you, though. Derek chuckled, glancing across the room at the others. We'll open it together, Melissa said. On the count of three, they both tore open the thin package to reveal a slim branch with its leaves still attached. Mistletoe, Cora chuckled, her newly gifted wolf necklace jumping on her chest. Styles had to wrap it. We didn't want to risk it, Scott said. <laughs> this guy's very nice. Yeah, um, well done. His mom grinned as she leant forward to embrace Styles' dad in a gentle kiss on the lips, everyone cheering as she did so. The night carried on joyously as everyone danced and partied, howls of laughter erupting every few minutes as one teased either Melissa or Styles' dad about the kiss. Fireworks glittered in the sky, bursting colors of red and green into the sky. Celebrating Christmas had never been so fun as they all united as a big family, or as should we say, pack. Merry Christmas! <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was really oh, that was that stunning. Was sweet. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who yes, did that. Thank you. And we now have just to, to finish off and say goodbye to everyone. We'll all say bye now, and then we'll leave you with a very special rendition of the night before Christmas, which mm -hmm. was uh, reimagined for this very podcast by our friend Jen Smith, who was a guest on on recent episodes about mythology. But, yeah, so does everyone want to say bye and happy Christmas before we leave out with the poem? Yes, happy holidays, everyone. Happy yeah. Holidays. Yeah, have a great Christmas with your families and friends and a great new year 
enjoy um, all of the good things. We will see you very soon with, you know, news about 3B and then the, the episode coming back. But for now, enjoy enjoy, enjoy Teen Wolf Christmas. <laughs> Twas the night before Christmas and all through the loft. The pack was stirring. Styles was playing Lara Croft. Alison baking cookies, Lydia icing with care. Isaac and Scott were on their way there. Derek was sulking, lying prone in his bed, while visions of alphas danced in his head. Cora came over and gave him a thwap. Come on, big brother, it's too late to nap. Then from the front door there came such a racket, as in stumbled Scott and Isaac with no jacket. <laughs> and a large Christmas tree grasped between the two. They made their way in, not quite sure what to do. Derek rolled out of bed, pushed Cora aside. Over here, idiots, he said, being snide, right next to the staircase. The one I told you. (laughs) 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 Should have known that this was going to go smoothly, guys. (laughs) We were doing so well. (laughs) I'm leaving that in. Oh, my God. Right next to the staircase, the one I don't use. We have to hurry, there's no time to lose. The tree now in place, video games set aside. Styles stood back and took in the scene with great pride. This was all his idea, a pack Christmas, their first, and he was so filled with joy, he thought he would burst. Now Derek and Cora and Isaac and Scott all stood admiring the tree that they'd got, and Allison and Lydia, with cookies in hand, joined in with the pack as Styles adjusted the stand. It's a good tree, Derek said with a smile. I like it, he said. Good job, Styles. Hey, Isaac said, popping out from the tree. Styles didn't help. It was all Scott and me. <laughs> His idea, Derek said, grabbing the lights. Isaac frowned, pouting. Well, that's just not right. Styles just laughed and helped to wrangle the Christmas lights, which were all in a tangle. Scott and Allison unpacked the case that held all the ornaments safely in place and passed them out one by one, waiting for Derek and Styles to be done. Styles strode up the stairs, trailing lights below, and watched as they carefully started to glow. Derek wrapped them round the tree with great care, and the whole pack stopped a minute just to stare. As the tree lit the loft in soft, gentle light, for a moment everything seemed just right. Then the alarm started ringing, its light flashing bright, shrieking loud and long through the night. (laughs) Oh no, Derek sighed, getting ready for attack. He'd do anything to protect his pack. And through the front door, dressed all in red, came Peter, his uncle, who used to be dead. I can't breathe. Oh, okay. Ooh, that was the toughest thing I've ever done. We're not done yet, guys. guys. No, I meant go, go, go. Yes. No, I know. I'm just telling the world that that wasn't the end. Two more. Oh my god. Oh my god. He carried a large sack filled to the brim with presents and other types of holiday trim. I'm here to help, he said, stepping right up to the tree where he laid down his big bag of stuff. Thanks, said Lydia. You can go now. And Derek (laughs) fought back the urge to howl. As Peter stepped back to the door with a scowl, just remember, he said, I'm the Alpha now. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) 
I, that was I'm literally crying. <laughs> I have my have tears rolling down my face from Peter's uncle who used to be dead. Oh my, oh my god. god. That's the, when I pre-read this, I read that line knowing it was gonna be mine. I was like, there's no I way had not, I'm going was, to get through that. I was not prepared for the um I had not read it in in full and was not prepared for the um the stairs. Oh the stairs that I used. Oh. That's the best way to do it, guys. Not oh prepared. God. Okay. Merry Christmas to everyone, to all a yes. good night. Thank you to everyone who sent in poetry and prose for this Christmas spectacular. You guys keep us going. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.